This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down 123.2. And we are continuing and we're finishing our playthrough of Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey Redux. Today I have with me Matt. 50 hours in the last week to finish this game. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a pretty hardcore play session. No, no. Um... We've only done this once in the history of Phoenix Down. We did this twice, technically, back before Phoenix Down ever existed when we were doing the Zombie Frog Game Club. We also abandoned the game, but we have decided to abandon Strange Journey, unfortunately. Um, the other games that we have abandoned was... Uh, Xeno Gears, which if everybody remembers, we did go back and finish Xeno Gears. Um, uh huh. They hated us for that one. <laughs> and then before that, we <laughs> we gave up Deus Ex, and I think we gave up Deus Ex in the first probably twenty minutes of that game. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. That like that's much different than both Xeno Gear. Xeno Gears and uh, Strange Journey because I feel like these games are imminently playable and not bad games to play, just very, very long. Yes. Whereas Deus Ex, I, I think, is almost unplayable at this point. Like, yeah, it's just old school PC game and stuff just didn't. I mean, it, back in that that time, I was still probably in my twenties, and I was like, "Man, I'm too old for this." Yeah. I was like, I, "I can't, I can't do this." You know, like it was just hard to play. And um, one of those games that I, in my mind, I, I want to like so badly because I love the second one. It was one of the early PC games for me, and you know that in, intro cinematic is just amazing. And I loved some of the physics in it, and I was just like, what a cool world that I've discovered. And I, I've played a bit of two. I, I feel like that series has kept getting better. But, oh, one is one is tough. Yeah. So I'll just have One's to imagine tough. that it's a fantastic game. Or at least a um, maybe, maybe it's worth watching a walkthrough some night. <laughs> uh, Human Revolution is a fantastic game. I never played Mankind Divided, though. Um but uh, I enjoyed the crap out of Human Revolution. I thought that was a great game. Um, but yeah, uh, unfortunately, Strange Journey, and both Matt and I have agreed, is not a bad game by any means. It is just a monotonous game. Running through these dungeons. It almost feels like it's getting more monotonous. It is. It is. Like the, the, the first... Getting longer. Yeah, they are. That's the that's the problem. Is that 
it, it, I, I like the, the, the atmosphere. I like the, the mechanics of the game are really cool, but when it comes to exploration, this dungeon crawling stuff, I guess I, I am too old for this. Like the, it, I was telling Matt before we recorded, I would sit down and play 30 minutes of this game and literally make about 2% progress. And I'm just like, you know, I'm 27, 28 hours into this game and we're not even halfway through it. Like, I just, eh. I don't want to feel, I feel like I'm down on this game and I kind of am, but it gets, it became a chore to play for me. Okay. Yeah, I feel the same way. It was an it was an easy game to just play for a little bit before bed each night. But you know, when you sit down and only play for twenty or thirty minutes at a time, it really doesn't feel like you make progress. I've had a couple of you know two three hour sessions where I'm like, oh wow, I I got through almost all this level, or I went through two or three or four main missions. I feel like I accomplished something, but that was pretty rare. I feel like most play sessions, I never actually accomplished anything. Other than yeah. opening up a little bit more of the floor or, or, you know, one or two floors, but all within the same area. Yeah. Yeah. So we have decided we're going to abandon this game. And I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever come back to this one. <laughs> Will I come back to it in my free time? Maybe. But as it stands right now, I just, I don't know. It was, it was hard. I take a long vacation. I'll just bring this and fill a bunch of gaps. Yeah, because it's, it's just, portable. It's easy to easy to pick up and I, I guess make progress. It's easy to level up a little bit, gain some experience. Yeah, but then sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's like I'm running through a floor and I I, I kill a a party of four enemies, and my experience bar goes up by a sliver, and I'm just like, okay, you know. And the experience points are insane. Like, I need, like, 100,000 XP to, like, level up now. Yeah, it's crazy, because uh, I just went back in my last play session. I was back in Karina. Uh-huh. And fighting, obviously, slightly lower level enemies. And, man, you're only getting three, four, eight hundred 800 XP for a whole battle. Yeah. Like, that's nothing. I, if I'm not getting, you know, 2,000 or so, this is just immeasurably slow, basically. So I, yeah. I basically just started uh, running from every battle. Like It's not worth the minute that it's going to take or, or 45 seconds it's going to take to even get through this battle. Yeah, that's the problem is like even though even though you're only getting like 300 XP for this, the battle still takes a while and you'll still get wounded. And I'm just like, what the crap? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I don't like this game. I don't know. The more I think about it, the more it infuriates me. You know, one of the weird things is uh, what I feel like I like a lot about this game is the the demon fusions and leveling up the demons, but I never really was using any strategy. Like, I think I sent you a screenshot of my party eight or ten hours ago of game time, maybe six or seven, but mm-hmm. my party hasn't changed since then. Yeah, mine hasn't either. I fused. I fused the. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like you don't know what you're gonna get. Like the the way I fuse is, do they have more resistances than they have weaknesses? That's that's pretty much it. 
I'm still not sure exactly how you carry over skills because if I'm merging two demons and using a core from a third demon, I feel like I should have 10 or 12 spells to choose from. And in my mind, I was like, this is going to be great because I can, if I like the build I've got, I can carry over every one of those skills and get rid of the worst one, add in the best one. And so I would, every time I would do a, a level up, I would be optimizing my skill set. But I don't actually know what carries over. Is it just, is it the core plus random abilities? Is it the abilities from the first demon you choose for the fusion or the higher level demon i don't know what gets carried over yeah i'm not sure either like i i i fused one that became a pretty good one um i couldn't even tell you the name because there's so many weird names of these but um it had an electric attack it had a wind attack it had a fire attack i think the only thing it was really missing was like a uh, ice attack and it was resistant to wind and like another element. It didn't reflect anything and it didn't absorb anything. But I was like, okay, this is pretty strong. And I started using it and I was like, okay, well, this is making the battles easier. But I was like, but it, as far as like doing a, a certain attacks, like it, you could tell it was, it was, it was a wind type demon. And when it used an electric attack, it was weaker than using the wind attack. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Which me. is another thing that's contributed to it being hard to plan like my, my upgrade path. So I'm, I'm really hesitant to get rid of my demons because I feel like it's a little bit of a roll of the dice. Even if I can see what I'm building, I can see what skills I think I'm going to carry over. Even then, it's a bit random because... A, I don't know if the skills I want are going to carry over. Like you just said, sometimes the the base of the demon changing, even if you could carry over the same skills, now they're they have differential power levels because it's it's attached to a different demon. So I will say this this game does allow you to save your demon. So you have to pay Maka for it, but you can basically if if I have a Jack Frost that's level 20 and has these skills on it, I can basically save that demon and put it in the compendium. And I can re-summon it. But so that, if you do that, make a bad fusion. <laughs> yeah, if you make a bad fusion. So it costs Maka to save that demon. It also costs Maka to re-summon it. So I get it. It's kind of a give and take thing. But you can always kind of get Maka. I guess. So if you're if you're just grinding a lot, you can you can build some that way. I find yeah. I haven't really had a problem with Maka yet. Although, I guess I haven't done too much with it to to actually need it yet. Like I haven't done any of the saving of demons. Although I would do it right now because again I'm hesitant to change and I have for a while because I've leveled up these demons so much. That I'm hesitant. I'm hesitant to just merge them into something else and lose all the extra power I've infused them with. Right. And for some reason, every time they want to mutate, I feel like they're taking the best skill and trying to give me some crap skill. And then the exactly. demons are always offended when I tell them I don't want to. Don't want them to mutate. 
yeah, I don't, I don't care if they're offended. It got to a point where I was, I was offending them by saying, don't mutate. And then they would say, Hey, we're best friends here. I'm going to give you an item. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's, uh, I, I don't know. Like this game is weird. And then some of the best demon skills have just been kind of random. I mean, I, I guess maybe I just wasn't paying attention, but like when I made the doppelganger, its ability to reflect physical attacks is huge. Like that, that makes him, that's why he's been in my party since, since I made him and he just keeps leveling up. But, you know, it's also, I feel, I feel the demons I have because they started at lower levels. It seems like it takes more experience to level them up from let's say 30 to 31 than it would be if I got a new demon at level 30 that was like based around 30 I feel like it would just be starting its journey I don't know if that's true or not but it feels like the ones I have take a lot longer to level yeah falling farther and farther behind my main yeah there's there's a lot of rolling in this game like their stats their abilities their progression I feel like is random you know like you could have you could have a Jack Frost and a, and a Pyro Jack who are both level 20 with 0 XP and one of them may level up before the other one and I'm just like how do you plan for this like I don't know like it's a little tough because this this should be one of the most fun parts of the game like it, it's kind of cool that at any given time you can change up your party pretty radically. I mean, you know, in, in a lot of RPGs, you know, you're you're just trying to get them a new spell or a new weapon. Here, you can like fundamentally change your party completely, and I think that's that that's a lot of flexibility for uh, you know a, approaching a battle in a in a specific way or or a trying it finding out you're not ready and then just not having to grind for 10 hours but just change your party around to retry which all sounds good but there isn't a lot of that right the amount of time you spend fighting those critical fights that are really difficult is such a small percentage of the time because you have to fight hundreds of regular fights yeah and so it's not like i spend much of my time think you know strategizing about how i'm going to take down a boss i spend most of my time just mashing through pointless battles yeah yeah to get what 1000 xp <laughs> yeah we're, we're, we're the more i talk about this game the more i'm down on it so, I mean, one of the things that I really want to know is how this stacks up against the other Mega Ten games because, you know, something like Nocturne has been so high on my list of, like, games I've always wanted to play. Right. And even some of the other 3DS ones like um, 4 and Devil Summoner. Yeah. No, Devil Survivor. Devil Survivor have always been yeah. on my list as, like, these seem really cool and Strange Journey was as well on, on the principle of it, but you know, what is it you know, how different is this game from the other ones? I know it's that kind of first person dungeon crawler, which actually in and of itself didn't really bother me at all while playing it. Although I never really looked at the first person part of it. I was usually 
just watching the mini map at the bottom. Right. And so, yeah. So Strange Journey is kind of like a they're trying to harken back to the old Shin Megami Tensei games because they were first person dungeon crawling like this. Um what what Mega Ten games have you played, Matt? I know you played four because obviously, or Persona four because we play it together. I'm Persona three and four. I played through in their entirety, and you know, very high on my list of all time games. Um, I've played a little bit of one, a little bit of five. Persona. Yeah, Persona one and five. Okay. So. That's a hard one. The Persona games, like, once you get to Persona 3 and up, they, they are a different style of game. Uh, Persona 2 and, and, well, there were two twos. Um, they were, you know, two separate games. And then they had Persona 1, which I've played those as well. They are more hardcore, much like Strange Journey is. Um, and then you've got like Soul Hackers. You've got Devil Survivor. Devil Survivor. I like Devil Survivor a lot. Um, it is. How do I describe this? It is almost like a tactics game, but when you do a battle, it turns into kind of like Strange Journey, where it's kind of like first person. You take turns attacking that kind of thing. Um, Soul Hackers is kind of the same. It's kind of hardcore. It's a first-person dungeon crawler, but then Soul Hackers Two is is like a is more of like Persona, um, which is on the it's on Game Pass right now. You can actually play it right now on Game Pass. Um, even Strange, uh, uh, uh not Strange, uh, Shimagami Tensei Four is. A combination. It, it, it's it's like a it's like a combination of old school and new school. Um, I like. I mean, when you say old school, because I thought that when this game was described as old school, it was going to be because it was difficult to navigate in the first person, which I didn't think it was, and I heard a lot about how hard this game was, and I I didn't necessarily think it was overly hard. I mean, some of the battles would be, I guess, if you weren't prepared for them, certainly. Yeah. Um, I guess I, also if we hadn't been playing the, the Redux version and you had the limited saves and some of the other, you know, th- those would make it a bit more old school. So so you want to know how, how hard the original is? Uh, I, I, think, I think I mentioned it. So we go back to the ship, right? And you go back to sick bay and they say, Oh, here you go. Here's your heel. Uh, in the original game, you had to pay Maka for that. <laughs> so, so, so let's, let's think about this. I got beat up in a dungeon. All my, all my demons are dead. I'm almost dead. I go back to the ship and there's like, Oh, you need to pay Maka to, to revive and, and heal. Oh, you don't have enough Maka. Well, sorry, buddy. So what do I do then? Go out into the field and hope I survive a battle to get Maka. I mean, it, it was it it was stuff like that. Like it was it was it was 
it was difficult. It was a difficult game. You could easily paint yourself into a corner with that game. Um, and it's the kind of thing uh, that paralyzes me a little bit, right? Because I'm like, well, I guess I can't play a game like that without a guide because I don't want to get some number of hours in and find out that I just can't progress anymore. Yeah. So it's, it, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, it's hard. It's hard to to describe. Like Devil Survivor, it, it feels feels like a, a tactics game mixed with a turn based RPG. Um, Shin Megami Tensei Four feels more of like a kind of like a Persona game with a little bit harder difficulty. I would say. Um, there's, I mean, I mean, if you wanted to sit down and talk about all of them, that would be a difficult thing to do. Um, and I haven't played all of them, like uh, Devil Summoner, which was on like PS2, and I think they may have made one on PS3. I can't remember, but uh, Devil Summoner was more of like a an action RPG, like you would go into a battle and you could move around. And select abilities. Um, yeah, they they they've they've dipped their hands in pretty much everything. Um, but uh, the the like Nocturne is kind of like a traditional turn based RPG. Um, Digital Devil, Devil Saga, Saga. Yeah. And is about is about like that too. Um. Always been intrigued by those, but just heard how hard they were to get a hold of. They're the uh, they're they're very expensive games now. Um, but yeah, it was like Persona Three was really the beginning of let's make these games so that they're not just a niche title, you know. Um, and they they kind of made this kind of mass appeal, you know. Um. Yeah, I don't know. And they started experimenting on the 3DS with all these different titles. And DS, DS and 3DS. So it's... um, And then you got to think about, like, they, they did, like, uh, the Persona Q series, which was, m- like, Etrian Odyssey. So it was, like, Persona games mixed with Strange Journey kind of thing, where you're dungeon crawling. Um... Now, if you want to play a hardcore RPG, play Etrian Odyssey. Those games, those games are basically Strange Journey original. Like, you know, you go through a dungeon and, you know, the map's not, you know, you have to make your own map and and then you have to leave and come back. And, you know, if your guy dies, you got to pay money to bring him back to life and stuff like that. It, it's, it's, it, uh, those are hardcore RPGs. But, um, yeah. So, so where does this fall, now that you've played a bit more of Strange Journey, where does this fall relative to the other games? As in, like, how I feel about it, or, like... I was going to say, I, I guess, fun factor, but sometimes I think of a game like this almost not as needing to be fun. Something like, you know, when I was big on kind of the PSP RPGs. Some of those, I just really liked the grind. 
Sure. I'm not sure if I would have ever said I was really having fun, but I did enjoy the experience. And that's kind of how I feel about this game. I'm like, I don't... There aren't too many points in this game where I was like, whoa, that was awesome. Or, you know, I'm really having fun with this. I don't feel like I figured something out. Now I feel like I'm better at the game. Other than, you know, I mean, the cutscenes, I guess, in this game were cool. You know, and, and the general premise is still interesting. But other than that, I never really felt like the gameplay. I, I was having fun. Yeah. I feel like that's how I feel about this game, too. Um, that makes it sound awful. Like, why would you ever play a video game that isn't fun? But, yeah, I, I mean, I have. I feel like there are games that aren't super fun, but I've enjoyed. Sure. I, I don't know. that. Like, uh, there are definitely better Shin Megami Tensei games out there. Like... Even just on the 3DS or on the DS, you know, like Strange Journey started on the, on the DS. Like, I prefer Devil Survivor over this, um, just because of the premise and uh, the, the the mechanics in the game. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess I. If you had a list all of the Shin Megami Tensei games, Strange Journey would be in the middle, but but slowly going toward the bottom. The more you play, the, the lower it goes. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I, I know we've spent 20 minutes talking about how much we don't like this game. I just, I don't know. I, I In a different time... And in a different situation, I may I, I would plow through this game, but I don't know where where I'm at now with a, a new job and you know a lot of things going on. I just don't have the time to one play this game and feel like I've made almost no progress. I feel like that's one of the tough things. You know, a lot a lot of the points in this game I could take as positive or negative, but that sense of progression definitely is not a high point. I don't want to yeah. say it's not there because I, I do feel like, you know, I'm going up levels, my demons are going up levels, I'm getting new demons, I'm also getting new gear, new weapons that actually sometimes have clear advantages. And I actually, early on in this game, I was selling back, like when I would upgrade my gun, I would sell the old gun. Well, I'm starting to realize that some of them are different enough that it's, at the moment, it's just worth keeping all of them. I don't know if there's a limit to how many you can hold. But, you know, like I have have the gun, for a long time now in this game, I've been using the gun that hits everybody. Uh Or one of the guns that, that hits everybody. And that's just so powerful for the minute-to-minute battles, right? If, if all your characters can hit all four enemies at a time, those battles go so much faster. But I also know that that's not the gun I would want to take into a boss battle because it's, you know, it's, weak. It, it's clearly weaker because it's going to hit everybody. So I kind of like that piece of building up an arsenal, both of demons and guns and charms and even, you know, even your demonica suit. There's different different types of, of, of suits or armor that you're adding into it so 
all of that I like and, and does kind of add to the progression because I feel like I'm, I'm getting stronger and I'm getting more flexible with how I approach uh, a theoretical future boss. Sure. And I, I will give the game this and we can talk about what we played. That boss fight in Karina. I had to use a little strategy there. First, first actual fight in the game where I wasn't trying to just out DPS. And I don't know. How do you pronounce that guy's name? Horkos? Horkos? Horkos, yeah. Yeah. Um, he would summon another demon. And after three turns, he would eat that demon and heal himself. So I finally decided to start using status effects. And I would either paralyze or poison the demon he was going to eat. And when he ate it, he would get that status effect. And that was... (laughs) Oh, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. I just thought, all right, I need to kill the you know the side demon as quickly as possible so i just switched to multi-hit spells like i i have two or three people with multi-hit physical spells like rampage yeah so i i just switched everything to rampage so i was basically getting a bunch of free hits in on the side demon while still getting some hits in on horkos and i i think when he finally ate that demon it had six life left and so he gained three hit points yeah and I was like, oh, that, that worked out pretty well. So what I was able to do was I was able to, uh, I had um, Jack Frost who had the, um, I think it's called Dream Punch or something like that. And I put the pig to sleep. And when he when he ate the pig, he fell asleep. Cool. So, so I was able to, so here's the thing. As soon as you hit an enemy that's asleep, they wake back up. So I then used that time to lower Horkos's defense and attack. And then when he woke up, he wasn't doing much damage and I was doing more damage to him. So I was like, okay, that's the first, first fight I ever did in this game that I had to use a little bit of strategy other than hit his weakness so I actually ended up thinking he was the easiest of all the bosses because he, I think, mostly did physical attacks, and I had two characters reflecting physical attacks, and so I was yeah, getting I, all these extra free hits on him. Yeah, I definitely didn't have that, but um, but yeah, he he wasn't a difficult fight. I think I'll, I think I'll died to him once, but after that, that was me like figuring out. Oh, okay. He's eating the demon. He's healing himself. Okay. So I was able to do that. And of course, you know, after beating him, we travel to another dimension. And, uh, Delphinus. Venus. Yep. Yep. Which is like a giant trash heap. It's almost like you're walking through a landfill. It's certainly, you know, that's the obviously overriding aesthetic, but for me, it's also where we really start to dive into some of these hidden, hidden walkways. Yeah. 
They were in Karina, but I think there were more of them in, in Delphinus. Definitely was. Um, which I had kind of gotten a... So there's two things in this area. Did you do any of the Womb of Grief? Yeah. Uh, nothing, nothing memorable, though. It was just kind of wandering around because I felt like it was telling me I wasn't leveled up enough. Yeah. So the Womb of Grief kind of introduced me to this. The the conveyor belt, you're going to step on this and go where we tell you to. Just like automatically just whisk you away. And Delphinus is all about that. So you get your first floor. I explored the first floor, which was just a giant circle. Cool. So I then went to the second floor, which is straight straight in front of you whenever you step off the ship. Second floor, you get a call saying, hey, I need some help. Okay. And they show you on the map where they need help. So, all right, got to make it there. As soon as you start walking around the second floor, you start running into these conveyor belts. Well, once you step on a conveyor belt, you're going to go wherever it ends. Every time I stepped on a conveyor belt, it took me to a floor tile that then sent me falling down to the first floor. So then I had to walk all the way back and try a different conveyor belt. I did this six times. At that point, 35 minutes had passed. And I was like, I don't know if I want to play this game anymore. (laughs) And, you know, every time you make a trek back, there's three fights automatically right there. And I'm just like, you know, I just want to explore this, this dungeon and that was, I think that's what eventually got to me was just like the, the exploration is not fun to me. It's not everything else about this game is fine. Everything, everything else about this game is totally fine. The combat's fine. The, the fusion is okay. Um, you know, even level progression while slow is okay. But when it comes to, oh Yeah. When it comes to the exploration of these dungeons, which I'll be honest with you, it's probably 70% of this game. It's not fun. It's boring. And they, they deliberately do stuff to pad out the time. I swear to you, because if you're not using a fact with a map, you're going to run into these, these like little false floors where you're going to fall back through and have to walk all the way back up. And you feel, I just felt like I was wasting my time. I felt like I was like, God, like I get it if you do it once or twice, right? Like, ah, I don't need to go that way. But when you do it six times, it's, it's like trial and error and they deliberately make it to where you're going to try all of them before you get the right one. That's the thing that kills me is again, there's no strategy in it, right? Like I thought they were going in that direction when I think it was in boots when you you get the message on the floor that says like take the long way around and they're basically they're basically what that means is if you don't take the long path you're gonna fall through a floor hole and you're you're gonna you're gonna do this whole loop over again the problem jesus christ 
the, the problem is it doesn't like you you don't ever really make a decision because you can't see ahead of you so how, you don't really know if the path you're taking is the short path or the long path until you've fallen through the floor you realize right, I guess that wasn't the right one yeah you know and, and that's that's what gets me a little bit in this Delphinus level as well because you know there's a level level four and level five they start to get even weirder where you have to keep phasing back and forth between the two types of like realities you find those yeah. phasing locations you're going back and forth and there's you know the the fifth floor especially is full of uh those conveyor belts and it's just every step you take you're just hopping on a conveyor belt and it's either going to put you in a loop where you have to go around the whole level again or it's going to drop you back to the the floor below and you have to then repeat that so it i never felt like i was taking a clue making a decision based on that clue and then, oh, I made the wrong decision or I made the right decision, which would have been interesting in that, I, you know, I would have understood the logic of the game. And which also reminds me that I never really understood the logic of communicating with the demons either. I mean, I kind of was trying to be like, oh, all right, this is a demon who appreciates fashion. So I'm going to pick the answers that relate, you know, it's going to be kind of the fashionable answer. It's going to be about aesthetics or looks or you know it's not going to be something soulful or something i'm not i'm not going to play the aggressive response but i i never really had any indication of whether i was going to win a demon's loyalty or not yeah and i felt like sometimes i picked the right answer then the demon would get really mad and either walk away or sometimes it would go through that whole step of getting mad and then be like, oh, that's okay, though. You know, we'll, we'll just give it one more chance. And I'm like, what's happening? I don't <laughs> ever know if I'm making the right decision or not. No, I, I, I never figured that out either. And even the facts that I looked at, they were just like, yeah, just, just pick something. It yeah, almost feels it, completely random. It, it does sometimes. Because, like, even the same demon that I've talked to multiple times, it was just like, you know... It, it, it would not be the same thing, you know, like when a demon, like the first question is like, what do you think of demons? And it's like, oh, you're my enemy. You're my friend or we can work together. I, I don't know what to choose there, you know, and I just choose one, you know, I, I, sometimes I wouldn't even look at what the response was. And I feel like I put a lot of time into, all right, what is this demons, you know, how does this demon feel or think, right? I'm like, all right, if it's a fairy I'm going to pick something whimsical. You know, if, if it's a big, if it's, you know, one of the, like the demon power or anyone like a, like a legionnaire with armor or, you know, like a paladin style look, I'm going to pick something, you know, I'm always going to pick that. We can work together. We can overcome anything, you know, but, but no matter how much I thought I was matching what the demon would want to hear, it, it really just seemed random. Yeah. Which is a struggle because I feel like if if you're not allowing me to think in those steps and you're not allowing me to think in any of the exploration, it's literally just trial and error until you've opened up the, the 23rd hallway that happens to be the right hallway to get you to the end, then, you know, it, it, it just disengages me a bit more from the minute-to-minute -minute proceedings. Yeah, they, that's, that's the issue is that 
there's so much trial and error in this game when it comes to it, the exploration, when it comes to demon negotiations, when it comes to the first time you run into an enemy and you don't even know what it is, you know, I then, every time I ran into a battle where you didn't, you didn't recognize the enemy, I would just start off with hitting them with every elemental attack that I had and see what worked and what didn't work. You know, sometimes that bit me in the butt. I'd heal him. Oh, great. Okay. Well, can't use that, you know? And I'm just like, 70% of this game is trial and error. I don't have time for that anymore. I really don't. You know, when, when I have maybe an hour to play a night, you know, I, I can't. I want, I want a good hour. And there's a lot of things that I would love to give an hour to. Yeah. And you know what it was? It was Diablo 4. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd play 30 minutes of this and feel like I made no progress and I'd go boot up Diablo. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not lying to you guys like that. I was just like, I, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't. I, I don't, it's I, tough I, when playing, playing a game feels kind of like a waste of time. And I never thought it was a waste of time. I thought it was, it was so little work being done. You know what I mean? Like, like I put in this time and I, and I made progress, but did I really, you know what I mean? a lot of hours into Delphinus and I'm not even you know I'm, I'm I'm probably most of the way done with the level but I feel like that reward you know I put a lot into it and I'm almost through a level we've put a lot into this game and we're kind of about halfway coming up on halfway through the game yeah it's a lot of hours to, to not feel like we've done a lot exactly that's kind of why I stopped. I, I like I, I'm not going to beat around the bush about it. I just you know, and I, I texted you and was like, "Hey, you want to play something else?" Yeah, it's it's tough. I don't want to give up on a game. And again, as you said, while most of the things that we've said have kind of been negative about this game, I really didn't hate it, and I it it, it was a good time filler. I just kind of want more than just a time filler yeah yeah like I didn't even mind the story beats the problem is story beats come every 15 hours yeah in between yeah, each I, level you get a good story beat yeah like I, I delve totally a little f- bit more in the levels to build up the boss it would have been it would have helped it I think I mean they kind of did a little bit of that you know with with Horkos and the one before that, you know, the one doing the experiments on on people and stuff like that. But and then you know, like we got the the big thing in between this Karina and Delphinus with the 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 young girl that shows up, who is, I mean, is Lucifer because what, what did she say her name was? Lucy something. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, oh, that's Lucifer. Okay. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I hate, I hate that. I hate to do it, but I've, I've got to give up on it. 
Strange Journey beat me. Put it on the pile of shame for now. Yeah, I think it's going to stay there for a long time. I don't want to say it like that, but I really do. I just, eh. Maybe if I have to travel a lot more, my traveling's kind of slowed down, so now I'm sitting at home playing Strange Journey, and I'm like, you know. A lot more options. There's a lot of options here that I could be doing, you know. So, I and I hate to say it like that, you know, but it, I just wasn't feeling it. Maybe it's just wasn't the right time. Um, I'm pretty much right there with you. I, I didn't, I, I don't know. I, it's hard to say I enjoyed it. I, I didn't mind it. And there are some things I really liked about this game. And I do feel like the, had we played more and I had gotten better and built better at, I guess, understanding the, the, the demon fusions, I think I would have enjoyed it more as I built up an arsenal. I think I would have enjoyed it more, you know, in the ability to kind of tailor things. But that really would have only worked if this was a different type of game where there were fewer fights and you're you're really trying to strategize fights. I just I just didn't feel like I was doing much that was interesting in this game. Yeah. Even if the game itself had interesting beats, it I I felt like there was a a filter between me and the game. Those yeah. interesting things I kind of see sometimes, but I don't really experience. Yeah. So, we uh, we have decided to move on to a different game. And we don't know what that game is just yet. Um, but we're going to find out right now. We have a We have a very short list of games that we want to do. In the same vein as the theme for this year. Um, and we're going to hash that out as we record. Um, the way we chose Strange Journey was I rolled a dice and that's what won. Um, I, we don't have to do a, a portable game. Like I said, my, my traveling has slowed down some. I'm still going to be traveling a little bit, but I'm going to be at home for the most part. There's only a couple of weeks I still have to travel. Um, but uh, the list that we have, so if we remember correctly, before we started this traveling stuff, we were going to do Greedfall. Greedfall's still on the table, and I'm okay with doing Greedfall. Um, but we did want to have some options, just to, just to talk through them. Um, we have Resident Evil 4 Remake. We've played two Resident Evils before. And Resident Evil 4 Remake just came out probably a few months ago. And, hey, I'm down for a Resident Evil. Um, an interesting mix of old and new, given that it's a remake and kind of fits the theme. Yeah. Then we got uh, a Mario and Luigi Paper Jam. So we've played a Mario and Luigi game before. We've also played a uh, Super Mario RPG, which, hey, is also getting a remake nice and slick yeah um but uh paper jam was kind of what we fell on um and i'm i'm totally down for that as well uh we have mass effect andromeda we've played all three mass effect games and we have i have not even touched andromeda i've played it maybe 
15 minutes and honestly I only did it to do game pass quests. So <laughs> yeah, I um, played a couple of hours of it and I was like, Oh, this is a nice reasonably well put together game, but wow. Is that a bad first contact with alien situation? <laughs> you've, you've mentioned that before. And I, and every time I play the intro to that game, I'm like, I know Matt hates this. Yeah, there's an alien. Let's whip out a gun and shoot it. Yeah. I mean, technically, they start shooting at us first. Yeah, but I mean, come on, this is humanity's next big step to just—that's the—that's the extent. Where's the awe and wonder? Uh, I don't know. It's—I <laughs> feel like they did first contact a disservice there. We have uh, the there's Witcher a lot of on that. Oh yeah, there's the the Witcher adventure game. I'm not very familiar. Is this a Telltale game, Matt? No, I th- I don't think it is. Okay. I think it's more like a, I don't want to say 2D, but it's like a top-down, I think it's still an RPG. Is that the Th- Thronebreaker game? Is that what that is? I think they also have that. I think this is different. Okay. Thronebreaker yeah, since it's a spin-off standalone single-player component for Gwent I think that's more Gwent-based Thronebreaker okay The Witcher Adventure Game okay and we have Near Automata. We played Near. That was our third game, fourth game, something like that. That we ever did. Well, and then finally, high still in my memory. I definitely enjoyed Near. Surprise. Near was crazy. And then um, finally, Dino Crisis Two. We played Dino Crisis back in the day, and. They made a sequel. They technically made two sequels. Quite different. I hear it's a lot more fast-paced. Dino Crisis 2 is? Yeah. Okay. And that's our short list. Yeah. So what is that? Five games? Uh, Six games, I believe. No, seven, actually. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven games. So how how do you want to do this? Talk through them or... Rock, yeah, paper, I, I guess. Shit. Are there any that you absolutely don't want to play? Or, you know, do you have, what? what, what is the bottom one? The, <laughs> like I would say the, the, the bottom one would be The Witcher. Yeah. For me. I, 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 I don't know why. I just, an adventure game would be easy to talk about. But, um, I don't know. I feel like the other games on this list are, are higher up there for me. What would be the bottom for you? It's uh, a good question. The majority of these you did suggest. So... 
I get it if you can't choose one. Yeah, I mean, if I had to kick one out, I don't know, maybe, maybe Mass Effect. I do want to play that at some point. And also, I'm curious how, if it's gotten a lot better. I know it didn't have great initial reception, but I think they've updated it enough. Yeah, I would say they have. I know we had some technical issues um, for a while there. Um, but I think I'm pretty sure those have been hashed out for the most part. So are, are, so is that how we're doing this? We're saying the the ones we don't want to do, just delete them? Uh, do you want to delete them one at a time until we get to the... We can do that. The winner. Okay. So Andromeda is gone. Witcher is gone. That leaves us with Greedfall. Resident Evil 4 Remake, Paper Jam, Near Automata, and Dino Crisis 2. Alright, how about this? What games do you already own? Do you own all of these games? I think I do own all the ones that are left, yeah. Okay, alright. What about you? What's next? <laughs> We're just going to do that? What I don't want to do next? I don't know. That's that's a good question. All of these are all of these I'm, I'm fine with, but um, let's see. I'm feeling something a little bit more fast-paced given how slow Strange Journey was. Right, right. So if, if that's the case, you, you want to take off the RPG, the turn-based RPG on this and take Paper Jam off? Uh, yeah, maybe for now. Okay. Paper jam's off. So we have an, an RPG. It's not a turn-based RPG. Uh, we have an action game with Resident Evil 4. We have two action games, technically. Uh, uh, Near Automata and Resident Evil 4. And then we have Dino Crisis 2, which is more of a survival horror game, but more action-based. So, yeah. What say you? The one I'm feeling the most actually right now is Resident Evil, to be honest. When you mentioned that, both because I know it's a great game, I'm curious how much they've improved it. Right. I guess it's not fast-paced, but it is, you know, there's a lot of action in it. Mm-hmm. So that, that definitely wouldn't be the one I would eject. Okay. Um, of the ones that are left, I would... I would either want to get rid of Dino Crisis just because it could be a little bit difficult to play, or Greedfall at the moment just because I feel like it's going to be a little slower okay I'm okay with that that leaves us with Near Automata and Resident Evil 4 I'm just going to go ahead and say why don't we just do Resident Evil 4 
takes the drama out of the the finale. I mean, so, uh, <laughs> I mean, like you remember, you remember when we were trying to narrow down our game one hundred, and we both already had it in our heads that we wanted to do the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. <laughs> yeah. But we but we still went through the rigmarole of going through every one of them, and we finally just said, "Let's just do Zelda." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's kind of how I feel here. I mean, Resident Evil Four is like a fantastic game, and I haven't I haven't played that game in a very very long time, and I would love to play the remake. So let's just do it. Okay, I'm in. Let's do it. Okay. I am too. I am too. So there you go. Resident Evil 4 Remake. Also, I had mentioned Dead Space Remake, which we may save for Halloween. Or Nightmare Before Christmas, which is how we always do it now. So, yeah. Because I have Dead Space Remake on my hard drive, and I'm just like, I put like 10 minutes into it, and I was like, I kind of want to save this because I'm going to try and convince Matt to play this for Phoenix Down. <laughs> Yeah, so, that'd be cool. Yeah, another game yeah. where I'm just really curious because in my mind, Dead Space was already a good-looking atmospheric game. So I'm yeah. curious how much better they made it. Obviously, it might not still hold up the same way it does in my mind. But Resident Evil Four, I know, is you know aged, well aged at this point. Yeah, definitely. Well, there you go. That was easy enough. Our next game will be Resident Evil Four Remake. New game came out what three months ago? Sounds like a plan to me. Perfect. I'm gonna check and see if we have any emails. I thought we did have an email, but I could be wrong. We do not. Nobody, no, nobody knew we were recording today. I know, I know, we've been sporadic with our recordings. It was it, a lot of stuff's been going on. Dude, this this new job is. I'm I'm two months into this new job and nothing is normal. Yeah, I don't know. Tough, uh, yeah, having, I don't even know when it will be normal. Period. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think I'm getting there. The traveling's kind of slowed down. I've got, like I said, in a couple of weeks I got to travel again, but it's only for a week, and I think I got two weeks at home. So I think. Within the next two weeks, we could probably knock out Resident Evil 4, maybe three weeks. Who knows? But we'll have a we'll have a great time with it. But um, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about, Matt? <laughs> no, I I think I'm done beating up on Strange Journey for the night. Yeah. I feel yeah, bad about too. it because. It didn't really do anything wrong. It's just not for me at the moment. Yeah, that's that's the best way to describe it for me. It did do a few things that I would rather not do. But, you know, it's not a bad game. I'm going to put it that way. It's not a bad game. It's a game for a certain person, and that person is not me at this moment. It might have been 10 years ago when I had time to put into this. And didn't mind the grind, but right now, nah. Yeah, I hate to say it like that, but I mean, that's, I'm not gonna lie to you. That's, that's what it is. 
But yeah, um, if uh, if you guys would like to send an email, tell them ridicule us for abandoning a game. Go for it. I don't care. It's uh, Drew at ztgd.com. Uh, we can. You can also tweet to us. I am at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS, and the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Again, I apologize. We're abandoning a game. We've only done that a few times, but it's just it's either the podcast would suffer because we're not feeling this game. We're not making enough progress. We're taking multiple weeks off because we didn't make any progress because we didn't want to play it. You I'm know, it curious, was though if anyone has finished it or knows if it changes or improves or you know, if 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 there's any compelling reason why at some other point in in life we should try to get to the end, I would really love to hear that because I feel like this is the type of game if it doesn't have a lifeline at the moment or a champion, it it might just get thrown on the pile of unfinished games. Yeah. It's it's a very niche game. But I have seen like people playing through it. Like I saw a bunch of YouTubers and stuff like that playing it, but once again those people play those niche titles. So uh, you you may be hard pressed to find somebody out there who is championing this game, but I don't know. If you have beat this game, let me know. Yeah, send us an email. Let us know how how great it is or how eh, you know, you could have skipped it. You know, <laughs> like it's <laughs> how, however however you feel about it. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it for us this week. Um. I thank you for listening. I know we sat here and, and whined about Strange Journey and then chose a game to to play instead of it. But um yeah. The journey of life, I guess. Yeah. Quite a strange journey indeed. But uh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take you out and uh we'll be back. Until next time, I'm Drew. And we're out of here. You guys have a great week. And we will return next week with the beginning of Resident Evil 4 Remake. Bye.